and welcome to episode 137 of NOLO Time. My name is Ovid Willis, and with me is the guy with the worst kept secret, Mr. Joel Young. <laughs> What's good, Obed? What's good, NOLO Time? I like that fun little nod, Obed. That was, that was pretty was pretty on target. Uh, no, man, it's been Stay good to target. see you. Yeah. Good, good, to see oh. good to see you, sir. Good to hey, see when, you. Whenever the opportunity arises and I can make a Star Wars reference, I will make it. All right, Obed One Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I man, it's good to see you, dude. It's uh, it's been a nice uh, last day or so now. Um, took some time off this week. I know, but you're gonna be taking some time off yourself, and uh, you know, it's it's strange having um. During a world health crisis, having some, uh, you know, summertime stuck inside is, is kind of interesting. Um, I'm used to travel and obviously like Comic-Con coming up and all these other things, but you got to make the most of it, you know? So, uh, I mean, we're, we're indoor people in general by nature, I think you and I, but uh, regardless, it's still interesting, but, but, uh, but still we'll make the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, hardest thing is, is probably going to be not, being able to fully go out, especially now that we're getting more, res- we're getting restrictions again this week. Yes. Thanks for, for all those numb nuts that went out and not wear their masks and not wash their hands. Yeah. Wash your hands, Pretty wear your mask, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> thanks for, for flattening the curve, but none of the, uh, just to f- actually flatten in the other direction. Um, but <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's real. Just, it's a real problem. Like, Yeah, what you read it's real (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so uh, i don't know man with all this like gatherings and stuff happening we'll see how things uh you know stay hopefully we can be out of this and in a in the next couple of months i'm hoping we're still working from home and it's uh you know it's been an extended period uh can't complain though it's been uh quite quite the learning experience and i think uh a lot of people uh, you know, us included, of course, but um, other people that were stuck in a, like an old world uh, sort of like, you know, analog phone line mentality uh, now are, are able to comprehend that these things are, um, you know, we, we could have uh, done this a while ago. And, yes. and now, you know, uh, luckily for us, we made the push at the right time to move tech into into the right uh into the right direction in our at our workplace so um you know i'm happy that i was part of that initiative so super fortunate yeah yeah uh but yeah man um what's up dude i mean anything new chilling yeah i'm chilling like i said i had some time off yesterday i went to the beach for those of you that are watching the video version probably saying joel's got a little of uh, some sun uh, for sure. I've, I, I got some, some good sun out there for a good few hours. Um, no, it's, it's, you know, that's, that's some of the, the stuff that's, uh, still doing that, but while doing it wise, right. Where you yeah. know, washing your hands, <laughs> staying far away from people. I mean, there's plenty of ways to do it if you do it right. And thankfully it wasn't crowded, uh, to the beach that I chose to go to. I know there are certain beaches out there that I see very large crowdings and had that been the case, I would, I would have, uh, you know, uh, changed plans, but, but thankfully yeah. I was in a good situation. Yeah, same here. I actually went over the weekend, and, and it was pretty crowded. Uh, but you know, you can still find your space where you can be, right. you know, far apart from people. And uh, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not too big into just going in the water, so I just stayed, yeah. you know, over in the shore. I mean, I did get wet, 
because my daughter's like, I want to go into water. Get 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 some wave in the face. I don't want to go into water. So <laughs> got to go the other way, right? Um, nice. So so it was it was one of those, but but it was good. It was a good time. I mean, the weather was really nice, and yeah. you know, uh, over the weekend, and and it wasn't too hot, and and like I said, it it was crowded, uh, and I, I went to a popular beach, but sure, um, but I was still able to have a good time. So. Yeah, I found one of those beaches. Uh, I'm not going to give it away my, my spot, but it's one of those spots that tends to have a lot of the um, a, a crowd that, that is not on the younger side that, that keep to themselves. And uh, I like that. So okay. that, that's where I tend to go. And uh, no, it was it was quite, quite nice as well. Weather was really nice. Um, you know, had, had some nice clouds keeping, keeping it well, and also some good winds. So, you know, cool, cool you down. But, uh, yeah, I'm not much of a water guy myself either, but it was, it was refreshing while I was on the beach. Yeah. I did something that was pretty cool. I, I like to always bring a book with me. Um, so I, I came out, I went out there and uh, brought a secret wars with me. Uh, so I just sat out there and just read for quite a while. Um, you know, I'm quite familiar with the storyline, loosely keeping up with it but it was nice to sit down and actually go through and have some time to nice. read through my copy here and uh yeah really cool stuff i can totally see why um many of that people that i talked to when the news broke out about fox making that deal with um or should rather disney making the deal to acquire fox with century fox um you know why the instant gut reaction was now we can see secret wars become more of a possibility it's like there's no basis aside from the characters, the X-Men characters being in, um, you know, prevailing X-Men and Fantastic Four characters being very heavy in the Secret Wars comics. Um, there's nothing that Marvel has done to, to, to show us that the Secret Wars is coming or anything like that. But when you sit down and you read the storyline like this, and you see some of the events that are unfolding, I'm like, not an, a direct adaptation like anything else that they do, but I could totally see them having a loose adaptation of, of, of Secret Wars coming at some point. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be anywhere near this near future, but I could totally see it coming down the line because it's it's a it's a really great arc and a lot of really awesome characters and totally one of those what we're used to Avengers level uh, threats. It's it's totally bigger than that. It's Marvel Universe level <laughs> threat, which is really cool because now they. They have the pieces in place to continue to fully flush out their universe and continue to, to expand it and bring it together at the same time. So, yeah, sitting down reading it, I was like, yeah, I could totally see this coming. Cool, cool. Yeah, it seems to me that that's probably where where the, the feature of the MCU or something similar to that is going to go to. Right. So, yeah. That's that's cool. Um, do you see that? Uh, we're not we're not jumping into the news just yet, but uh, Wonder Woman got pushed. Yeah, October. Yeah. So, uh, so, it's, so, so I'm a big AMC guy, and I'm sure you saw the news about them too. They're reopening. So, I, it's, I, I, okay. So, um, yeah. So I heard something about that, and um. I think something on their wording was kind of weird, but uh, yeah, if you can elaborate on that, yeah. Yeah, I got an email uh, from from AMC today that will, like sent out a full-on statement on the reopening and what their plans are. Super long email basically saying that Wednesday, July 15th, they're going to be opening approximately 450 theater locations around the country, which is about 90% of the movie going, uh, movie going at AMC. So there's a very small amount of them that are not opening up. 
Um, and then they said that basically uh, by the end of July, they should have all, all, essentially all of their theaters will be open by exactly the end of July. So July 15th is kind of a soft opening for majority, almost everything. And then everything by the end of July. Yeah, because uh, ten, ten, Tenant hasn't moved. Right. So they, so they actually yeah. said that this means that AMC will be here for you with open arms, welcoming you to Disney's inspiring Mulan and Warner Brothers release of Christopher Nolan's Tenant, along with several more suburb movies now scheduled for July theatrical release. So they're straight up saying we're on schedule. These, these things are still uh, told to us they're going to be coming out. Obviously, uh, Cinemark has said they're reopening. Uh, also, Regal recently came out and said the same thing that they're reopening. But, um, yeah, they're AMC. They also went really at length to say that look, like we're we're not um, in a place where our business is going to shut down. We we got over what was it like half a billion dollars in funding we got from somewhere else. That they got they found, on it. <laughs> yeah, they found a they they got a loan. Well, the thing is that they yeah. were looking for a, a yeah they were looking for a, a that exact amount. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um. They they were looking for a, a you know like a half a billion dollar loan. Um, for because if not, they, if they weren't able to secure that loan, then they would have filed for bankruptcy, right? Um, so, so you know, good, okay. So they they were able to secure their funds, and I'm sure that I'm sure that people are still going to go to the, the, the theater, and especially and, Mulan and uh, and Tenet. Those are two big films for for families and for the movie going on. It's just, yeah, I mean, the big thing would be our concessions going to be open because that's where they make their money, right? Yeah, so I mean, I know, I know there's like one movie theater that's closest to me that um, they, you know, when this whole news opened up that Florida could reopen their movie theaters, they didn't reopen their theater, but they just put a sign up saying you can come in and just buy popcorn. That's all that they're selling. They literally were just selling popcorn. Wow. So okay. people would come and literally just buy popcorn and I guess candy or whatever. Um, so I would imagine that they would because they kind of have to, but. But from a safety perspective, like, is that whole look going to change? Like, even if you're serving, like, what does that look like? Does that look like um, everything has to be ordered only through an app, kind of like Disney Springs, how they have the opportunity you can order through the app, and just walk up and pick up your own stuff? I mean, that would be pretty awesome, but I don't, I don't know yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure, man. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting when Disney opens back up because that's going to uh, dictate a lot of what th these guys are going to do, like movie theaters and, and this sort of experiences, you know, entertainment right. experiences. Um, I mean, Universal opened and from what I've seen, it's, it's pretty empty, um, which I'm tempted to next week actually just secure the funding and go to universal so i so a, a guy that you and i both know um that that he actually uh has been going there and he's been sent putting pictures out there on online and i texted him about it and uh he was saying that it's great like it's super clean everybody's wearing their masks there's nice. plenty of hand sanitizer like everywhere you turn um Good. that you, there's like really not much of a concern it's no it's probably safer than going to a supermarket which probably. is a great feeling yeah so that's great so i would i don't i actually would not feel as concerned um that's good yeah you know? yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what, I, what i'll do i was planning on on painting this room next week so we'll see well i gotta i gotta i gotta uh there's a i changed part of the uh the, the house entrance and when okay. I changed it, I it's been like a year, 
but uh, but because of all the uh, the storms that we've been getting, and I also pressure washed the front of the house not too long ago. Like I stripped some of the paint away, um, so it looks awful. <laughs> so I wanna I wanna just go ahead and take care of that. And and I was thinking I was like, well, you know, might as well just paint this room, make it a little manlier, um, you know. And uh, man cave. I, man, yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you get a um, no load time emblem just like? like printed on like the wall behind you <laughs> i could yeah. <laughs> i definitely could um but yeah yeah i've been thinking of, of just doing that you know, like I, I mean little by little i've been appropriating this room more and more so uh, i'm quite quite excited about that <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh but yeah man not not much on my on my end dude it's been it's been a, a busy week at work um and and just looking forward to my time off for sure. So, uh, I can't wait. Uh, well, we can actually talk video games. Oh, you know what? Before we jump into video games, Joel, can we talk rebel spoilers for like five minutes? Dude, go for it. I've been waiting for this moment for okay. a while. <laughs> Cause I haven't finished. I'm, I'm like three episodes yeah. away. Right. Yep. But I got to the episode where uh, it is established in the Star Wars canon that time travel is possible through the Force. Right. Um, and I want to talk about this this episode specifically. So uh, for the next five minutes, if you don't want Star Wars Rebels spoiled, uh, you've been warned. Final warning. Uh, so, bro, like straight up Ahsoka died at, in the Sith Temple. Absolutely. She was fighting Vader. Like she was trying to, you know, basically trying to get away from from Vader and and she she died in the process. And then Ezra was able to grab her through those those time portals. Um I here's what I thought when I when that that episode ended, right? It was it was to me. It, it was. I kind of felt like when I wa- when I finished watching Last Jedi for the first time. Wow! Like I had, I kind of had to like walk it off, sort of thing, right? And I started thinking because there on that episode. I mean, it is established again. Time travel is possible, uh, and and you know within the Force, the basically you can access the 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 space time continuum. <laughs> um. Because I be, I was watching it with subtitles, Joe. I don't know if you watched that episode with subtitles, and and Ezra hears Ray, yes, talking, and he and he hears Yoda when Yoda's training Luke, and he hears Obi Wan when Obi Wan's talking to Luke. So, like, like he's hearing things that have not happened. Important right? moments <clears throat> in the Force, exactly. So, future and past. I th- so here here's what I think of this episode. This episode is, and I, I again props to Dave Filoni, um, because he's a genius, and he he was able to introduce a, a reset button in the Star Wars canon, because I think he knew what was going to happen with the sequel trilogy. <laughs> wow, and I I think he That's knew bold. what was going to happen. And and he was like, I gotta introduce some something crazy where I can bring Luke back if wow. I want to. And and I thought of that as like, oh, man, because you can technically bring anyone back. Um, like you could you could potentially uh, 
go back to the the chancellor's office and prevent Anakin from turning. Like it's nuts. Like this is like crazy, crazy stuff. And then also it shows why Palpatine was new stuff that was going to happen and it was happening behind the scenes yep. because he's somehow connected to this place. Uh, or he's able to at least have some sort of, uh, of, of vision into this place. Uh, he cannot control it uh, in the way that Ezra and, and Ahsoka could to some extent, but, but he could definitely uh, peek in, right? right? He can, he can peek into this world and, and or peeking into this like like middle of the universe force trail or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, and that's why he knew so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like this season's been like no filler and it's awesome, dude. It's been like nonstop and I love it. Like yes. by far, this season's like the freaking best, dude. It, it you get a large payoff. Like it's worth w- sitting through. That's what I tell people. Like you, if you've got to sit through this, <clears throat> the other stuff to get to this, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I just realized that Star Wars has a failsafe. Like if if yes, if if for some reason what happened with again not hating on the sequel trilogy because I I still enjoy those movies, right? Um. But if they wanted to, they could reset everything. Like if they wanted to, they could, you know, change who Kylo Ren is and all this stuff. Like insane, dude. Insane. And um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to ending uh, this episode. And I want to see where uh, where it really goes uh, when, when Mando comes out. Because we know. We know. There's a lot of stuff that's been coming out around Mandalorian season two and Ahsoka's role in it. And, um, you know, like I just say, be careful guys that don't want to stay away from, stay away from spoilers on the internet. Yeah, but I, like, yeah, I haven't been getting into anything. Yet. I purposely have been trying to stay away, but I fell into something this last week and I was like, Oh snap. Like, okay. And I believe it. Cause it's, it's, it's sensible. Yeah, so, and based based um, on what we know from from uh, from season two of Mando, it's like it's crazy. It's like it's like they're going like all out, like, and they should <laughs> because yeah. they we were promised a show that would be HBO level, if not more, like money and quality put into yeah, it, yeah. and they gave us an incredible, high quality, um, different look at Star Wars on the first season and with the reception for it, like, why not go crazy with there's, and you and I both said at the finale of last season, like there's a lot of things that you're going to have to bring in because they totally set up some major connections oh, yeah. that you can't like blink an eye and go yeah. other, like it, there's just, it would make no sense to the rest like, of star Wars. Like how could this not be connected to other stuff? Yeah. So. Like, the, like, yeah, like that ending, like that ending shot alone just connects Clone Wars and and Rebels. Oh yeah. Um, and and I'm assuming that uh the new game, Squadrons, yeah, somehow. Let's, let's okay. Let's get into it because Hera, because Hera's mm-hmm. in in the trailer in yep. both trailers. So, uh, yeah, EA announced Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, it is a forty dollar game, uh, and it's basically a uh, a pilot. Uh, Star Wars pilots. I don't want to say sim because uh, I mean it's still 
up in the air, right? We haven't right. really seen like like full on sit down a gameplay break, uh, you know, a breakdown of it. But from what we can see, it's basically you know a, a, a spiritual successor to what X Wing versus Tie Fighter was back in the day. Uh, I, have, I have thoughts because I, I I like what I see, right? And and if they get the the the, the controls right, this could be a very very good game. Um, again, $40 game. They did confirm today because EA had an event today that uh, this will have a single player campaign uh, and it's going to have like full customization of, you know, your pilot and your ship, which is freaking awesome, dude. And I saw this like, dude, yeah. So, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and then uh, we know that this is uh, a, a couple of years after Return of Jedi. So this is probably around the same time that man, or maybe before Bando, is uh, is happening. Um, mainly because of two things. It seems like the Empire sort of still organized uh, when uh, based on on what they showed on this trailer uh, versus on uh, Mandalorian, where the Empire is like, you know, tr- like basically like, gra- like there there is more of a of an underground sort of movement uh what's what's going on with the empire on mando so yeah uh, the big thing again is that uh harrison doula is in both trailers he's on the yes on the on the story trailer they showed on monday uh and then like straight up today she's like giving you directions and and yeah it was great uh it looks good uh, i'm not sure what engine they're using um but but it looks very good it looks very good joe what's up what do you think about that yeah, I, I'm so happy to hear about the uh, campaign. I think that was the big point for me that that got me the most excited because you could have on the surface judged and said it's a, it's a forty dollar multiplayer you know game that's it's you're in Star Wars but it really doesn't have that much of a of a, a whole story really behind it. It's just it's just a fun gameplay, right? But like having an actual campaign, that's the part that gets me because I always love to del- to dive deeper into the lore of Star Wars. And then not only are they doing this campaign, but they're also like when you t- clearly put in a character like Hera um, Sindula in there, like that's um, enough to, again, get me, get me super excited and intrigued. Um, you know, we, we know that she becomes a general. It's, you know, I'm not, even if you haven't seen the end of Rebels, you've seen, if you've seen Rogue One, you know that they straight up say, you know, General Sindula. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, I look forward to seeing further uh, gameplay behind it. The gameplay look that we had today from the EA event um, makes it look like it's really beautiful. And it's funny when they started talking about VR in the, in the event, I was like, yeah. okay, that sounds really cool. But also like for someone like me, it could be a little trippy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've had a very limited encounters with VR, but the few I have, I definitely feel very immersed. And something like that in space, dude, my, I'm going to be like, whoa, my brain's got to catch up to all this uh, amazingness going on around me because <laughs> it's it's some very heavy future tech that really immerses you and makes you feel real. So I would, I actually would want to play it like that uh, at some point, but I don't know if I could take it the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, look, it looks good, man. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited. And, and it, it being a $40 title, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to get it. It's yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah, and it's Star Wars. Um, yeah, um, not much else to say other than it's gonna be crossplay. Yes. Uh, so between the, the multiplayer is gonna be crossplay with 
you know, basically PS4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, the game will be available on Origin and Steam on PC, <clears throat> which EA made a big push for it tonight uh, with their event. Um, and they also made a big push with Crossplay uh, when they announced that uh, Crossplay is coming to Apex Legends and Apex Legends is coming to Switch and everyone can play with everyone. And and I think that's the future. Um, and, and we talked about in the past when, uh, especially when, uh, when Sean Layden uh, left uh, PlayStation and, and when Jim Ryan took over, uh, Sean Layden pushed back a lot on, on the idea of crossplay. And, and I think that that's something that the industry was, was moving to mm. and, 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 and PlayStation was not, was not playing well with that idea. And I think that probably was part of what happened. And we mentioned in the past and now, it's it's even more clear to me that more than likely one of these discussions happened and you know um and and it, and it happened well i mean it's here now right so everything that ea is putting out there is cross play now i would love to see that be the future of gaming in general more cross play yeah. um you know and 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 that uh, you know having that that ability to say i'm playing with a an Xbox user and a PC user and a PS4 user all simultaneously. I'd love to see that be a part of the future of gaming more and more because I, I, you you and I know plenty of people, I'm sure, that you know they're like, hey, I have this console only because my friends do, but I really want to have this thing. Yeah. And it's like, I only have this because I play with my friends. Like, well, future, that would be, wouldn't it not benefit everybody to play nice because if someone really wants your console, you know, they, yeah. they'll, uh, they'll be able to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just going back to the to the EA event, um, not much to add here other than that they showed the gameplay. Oh, I'm sorry, October second for Star Wars Quadrants. Yes. Um, there, uh, EA is coming up with a new expansion, uh, season five for Apex Legends. Um, and again, they announced the crossplay coming in, I believe, in the fall with the Switch version. They announced a new game by uh, Joseph Ferris, uh, the uh, the guy that berated the Oscars at those uh, Game Awards a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, so uh, the uh, uh, game is coming. Uh, the game is called It Takes Two, and it comes comes out next next year. Uh, our design looks really good. Uh, kind of reminds me that the uh, style of gameplay reminds me a bit of uh, of Brothers, based on what they explained. Um, brothers being uh, the first game that Joseph Ferris uh, worked on so uh, that looked pretty good um, uh, okay so I want to talk about Rocket Arena Joe sure because Rocket Arena uh, looks like a fun game like this looks fun only problem I have I don't know I don't know about you Joe but I'm, I'm kind of tired of the Fortnite like graphic style on games yeah yeah um so i'm being I'm, I'm being turned off like it's fine because it was charming right the first time when fortnite did it but now all of these games look like fortnite and i'm just i'm not just not liking that right it's maybe it's an art style that's easy to do on uh on ue4 and it's something that you can carry over easily to other platforms and all this stuff right but um and that could definitely be the case uh in in but but it just i don't know this 
launches in a couple of weeks though, July 14th. Um, but it looked, it looked fun. It's basically a, a battle Royale where everyone has a rocket launcher. It's, it looked fun. Man. I mean, it's nothing yeah. else to say there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's the, watching like the, the stuff that they put out for it. I was like, maybe I would play this if a friend had it. <laughs> I don't think I would, you know, necessarily want to go out of my way to play something like this online, just out of pure fun. Like it's, it is not for me personally, but, um, but I could see the appeal of just jumping on um, and, uh, and playing that with your friends online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they teased FIFA and Madden for next gen. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah, it's going to be next gen and there's not much to say other than the graphics. To be expected. Yeah. Uh, one surprise at the end though, Joe, uh, because people have been asking for this game for years, dude, for, uh, since like the PS4 came out. Uh, and it's a new skate. I mean, they're calling it Skate Four uh, on on the on news articles, right? But they said, you know, basically that it's it's a new skate game. Um, so yeah, skates back. Um, yeah, I mean, people wanted it, so now you have it. Uh, overall, it was a, a very condensed event. Uh, not a lot of filler. Um, I think it was very good. I think it yeah, was- I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Even though, even though Grant Miller was hosting, I still enjoyed it. It was fine, you know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fine with that. It's you know whatever. Um, I ain't hating, it's, so it's it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean overall, I think he had a you know a, a nice little um, event there. So uh, yeah, quite exciting. I mean, what we were just talking before we we uh, started recording. That uh, I mean, what's the possibility of U- Ubisoft doing something like this? But then, you know, they're being like putting stuff here and there with uh, with Xbox. Uh, you know, they're not much really coming out. It seems like at the yeah. moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the next big uh, next gen thing that's probably gonna happen is the Xbox July event, where right. they're gonna show Halo and and. And I guess their first party lineup for the uh, release of the Xbox Series X. <laughs> I got it right. I've been practicing. <laughs> I've been practicing, man. <clears throat> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, that's probably going to be their big event, uh, which, I mean, it's probably a good segue that uh, there's a, a supposed leak of a Xbox Series S machine yes that is gonna be uh substantially cheaper based on on the information uh compared to the series x um the leak says that this is a straight up a digital console no disk drive um so they 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 sort they're kind of following the uh the the ps5 uh Model. I mean, uh, uh, we're assuming that they both knew that this, they were both going to come out with a with a non disc console, um, but yeah, uh, it's it's leaked. It's not confirmed. Uh, the the supposed leaked render or or leaked image of the console looks interesting because it looks like it's half the size of the Series X. I'm wondering if it's half the power. Oh, I mean, it, cause it, there could be a, yeah, there could be, yeah, 
Yeah, because at that point, right? Um, that can make it a lot cheaper. If you if you go half the power, uh, you're looking at at a at a, at a Xbox One X, you know, sort of specs. Um, so, I mean, they could very well do like an Xbox One X top of you know powered console with the upgraded CPU with a with a faster CPU and the SSD. Um, and, and I think they would be able to get away with that for like you know three fifty three hundred because this is a, this thing's supposed to be like super cheap like compared to the Series X and the PS Five. Sure. So what do you think, man? Uh, well, I I'm okay with this. Um, understanding with what we just talked about last week on the PlayStation event and how they you know put out the standard edition and the digital edition of ps5 being formally announced i feel like seeing the same thing happen for microsoft is is a really uh, great situation for them giving that versatility because it's easy for me to say sitting here with my opinion and no data behind it just saying like oh people only want to have physical copies or going the opposite way and saying everybody streams everything who cares about physical media that's easy for me to say i think it's best to see what does the market tell us? And really, there's it's not been done on the market to this level. There's always been, um, you know, you have your, your your ability to pop in your physical copy and download in one device. But when you separate the two and you make that price point be a, a, a big factor for it, now you start to really see who really wants what. Like, what does the gamer want? And so, you know, I'm going to be really curious to see when this stuff drops. Should this be true? And, I, and I'm sure it is. Um, you know, like really curious to see what, what kind of numbers we begin to see early on. It's going to be hard to tell, right? Everyone's going to be buying everything or whatever. But, you know, as we kind of progress through this next generation, uh, I'll be curious to see uh, what people do because I, I am conflicted myself to speak, uh, you know, on, on my, my desires now. I can understand that there's a digital edition of, of consoles. Like, what would I do? What am I going to do? I, I don't know. So, you know, obviously power because you're, to your point of bed, if power comes into play, if there really is a significant um, power drop off there, then of course, like, you know, that's probably not going to be very um, appealing to the, to the Xbox guys. I think, I think uh, the Xbox gaming community, I think they do appreciate some the, the power that they've been able to wield on their consoles. That's been a huge, uh, you know, moment of theirs, right? The Xbox, the Xbox uh, one X has, has been this powerful, amazing console. And, you know, and, and uh, I think that they would probably want to get their hands on, on something that's more powerful again. So if there is a power issue there um, on, on this, this being almost like a less than version and it's not just digital, but there's also some suspects changes, that's going to be yeah. a huge intrigue factor. We'll just have to wait and see. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, yeah, but based on, on the information that's here is that, you know, the, 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 <sighs> They're saying that they they're ready to release the Xbox One X at four hundred. I don't. Okay. I mean, the Series X. I'm sorry. I'll call it the Xbox One X again. <laughs> you just got it right, uh, like a few minutes ago, but jeez. Okay, so um, which again? Let's go ahead and bring in our next story, which is basically that's supposed PS Five leak uh, from Amazon France. Amazon friends being notorious leakers, and yep. you know, if it if it's on Amazon friends, there's like a ninety percent chance that it's true. Yeah. Um, you know, 
this is not like take it with a grain of salt sort of thing. This is like almost like a set in stone uh, scenario. Gospel now. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like Amazon France leaks are are you know basically gospel. So uh, they're saying that the the PS5 digital uh, digital edition is gonna be three hundred ninety nine euros, and that the one with the disk drive is going to be 500. Um, again, I'm not sure how how expensive it is to come up with a uh, Blu-ray, a 4K Blu-ray drive. I don't think it's that expensive, um, but it makes me think that there's there's something else to the console, hmm. like. I don't. I don't think that digital edition is gonna have. There's. There's gotta be something, other than the than the uh, the, the disc drive. Um, and I was looking at both consoles again, and and the digital edition to me it looks a lot more appealing than the one with the disc drive. The disc drive looks like it. You know, like, you know, it's wearing a cast, and it's like it's not part of my body, sort of thing. <laughs> it, it looks kind of weird. Um. But but the thing is that uh, I have a lot of disc PS4 games, and this thing is going to be, you know, somewhat or even fully backwards compatible with PS4. I I want the ability yeah. to pay, play those games, right? Yeah. So you know, to me, there's no 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 going around it. Uh, that being said, Joe, if the price is correct, um. And let's bring in our next story. Yeah, uh, we can just mesh them together. Yeah, um, and and they're saying that that uh, Horizon Forbidden West is going to be released next year. That's when I'm going to buy the console. Okay. So, so I'll buy the console when Horizon comes out. Um, I'm not going to buy it this year. Um, I'll probably just buy. I'll probably get it with Horizon and Ratchet when it comes out. I usually like to buy two games. Um, I think this controller is going to be really expensive, so I'll probably have to hold off on that. Uh, I mean, you can buy a controller before you even get the console. Just oh, I know, right? I should ask for a controller for Christmas. Yeah, Yeah. for controller for seriously. (laughs) Yeah, come on, little Billy. It's it's not a, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, little Billy. (laughs) Um, so just putting everything together, right? Um, the the idea of an Xbox uh, Series. S coming in at 400 is not out of the question. Like they could, they could very well charge 400 and 500 and they, and then, and then PS five can match. So I think that's going to be, I think that's what we're looking at Joel for. Cause, cause I made a prediction, right? I made, I made a 499 and 450. Uh, I, I mean, but now we got information, right. And, 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 and it looks like, uh, based on the evidence that we have and based on the information that we have um, that that looks like a, a probability that this this is going to be the price points um, what do you think are you still jumping in because of miles or what are, what are you doing uh, yeah. although there's clarification on that if you want to talk about it yeah well can you say it first for one second because I gotta pull something up on here okay so um, the the miles game it, it and I and I'm uh, when they showed it, I, I, I sort of mentioned it uh, that, that I wonder if this is going to be 
uh, a, a whole like if this is Spider-Man two or is this going to be like the Uncharted, uh, uh, you know, sort of spinoff game they had, and they confirmed that this is going to be uh, a sort of like a, a, a spinoff game uh, because there was conflicting information. This is going to be the original game ported to PS5 with addition, the additional Miles content, but then Insomniac came back and said, no, this is, you know, an expansion, not, not an expansion, but a standalone experience. Uh, you know, they didn't necessarily compare it directly to, uh, to Uncharted, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, the comparison's there for you to make. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I just want to make sure I got my facts right on that game too. Why I said this, why I want to bring up my stuff, but yeah, they're 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 touting it as it has a full story arc, sure, but the the content that you're gonna get for the story is comparable to Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, and like Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, a lot of people like it. A lot of people like it. I, people swear by it. I get it. Um, however, it doesn't have the same impact that like. Obviously, in Uncharted three, Uncharted four, what right the the regular series, um, is it enough to get me to buy day one? I am conflicted, sir. Ooh. I sense conflict in me. Oh, yes. yeah, because wow. Joel Young has a lot of things on his wish list. Some things that cost a lot more money than other things. <laughs> However, Spider Man, my boy. Anything with that 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 world, you've got my attention, including something that's small. This, it, it, Obed, if it would have been a Star Wars game at launch, you know I would be the exact same boat. It's it, it, if it would have been, it, I would have still been like, do I get this? What if do it would have been? What if it would have been uh, Squadrons, like a, a PS4 port of Squadrons? That's a good question. So no. I probably, I probably would still, I probably would still feel, to be honest with you conflicted but maybe not the same because it's like like squadrons doesn't have in like it's it's the world of star wars but like it's not um as on the nose as like a miles is where it's like okay like it's a fully fledged you know spider-man character but still i'm not gonna lie to you i mean i'm telling myself right now i'm getting squadrons like that's just there's no way around it like i'm pre-ordering that game it's happening right so um, if I'm that way about that, I, I can only imagine how, how I'd feel about, about this for next gen. But that's where I keep coming back and forth to this digital versus physical like thing, man. Like, okay, so now seeing these prices that you just brought out, like 400 bucks is not bad if I'm going to have the same features except for just a regular 4K Blu-ray disc. Like if I'm not going to have that regular disc, but I already have a 4K player, Blu-ray player, Okay, that then I'm I, I I could consider that, um, but if you're talking things like backwards compatibility or something else that we're just not aware of, um, then then I would feel worse just getting a, you know, than just 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 settling for a hundred dollars cheaper and missing out on a bunch of stuff that's probably worth more than a hundred dollars to me. Like yeah. backwards compatibility is worth more than a hundred dollars to me. I mean, you spend at the time when a brand new game comes out, you spend sixty bucks on it, right? Like with the, and there's some of them that that are that have come out on PS4. There's some of my um, very personal, really lovely games, games that I just really enjoy. I mean, Spider-Man PS4. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's different things out there that I've <laughs> that I played on PS4 that I would love to carry that experience over, and it would mean a lot to me. It would be worth that extra hundred bucks 
for um, for the next uh, the standard edition rather. Like uh, uh, here's the, here's the thing. Um, I'm wondering what they want, what they're going to do with the uh, with the PS4 when this thing launches, hmm. because here's what I would do, right? There's a hundred million PS4s out there, thousands of games, some absolutely fantastic game set. Some of the game, dude, some of I the know. best games I've played in my life, dude. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing games since freaking combat on the 2600 <laughs> back in 1982, a little old day, dude. And, and, you know, I would, if, if I'd be Sony, I'd be willing to continue that. Right. What I would do with a PS4 is to discontinue the original PS4 and, and make a, make a, a, a PS4 pro slim. And, you know, I, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't change the name. Right. Uh, I just do a PS4 pro slim, sell it for 200 bucks and and then you know get the uh digital at 400 and get the the one with the blu-ray at 500 and there's your playstation family and you can keep that pro in the market for the next two years man and still sell ps4 software and you know you know that developers are gonna still make ps4 versions of their games like third-party studios um i would get one of those PS4 Pros like for 200 bucks, dude. I would get one, man. I would get one, uh, and then I would hold off for the for the PS5 until, you know, something like. I mean, I would what wait. Are they until now, where's the Pros price now, dude? Still 400 bucks. It's 399. It's ridiculous. Wow. I mean, you can't find it anywhere, right? Well, I haven't seen one in the wild in a, in, in the wild, and I in a man. Since the pandemic started, so I like, wonder. Yeah. I wonder Black Friday. This thing comes out like you gotta not. You can't just bundle in games and keep it like you know. What I mean, there's gotta be there's gotta be a price cut for for last gen if next gen's gonna be coming out. Because that's the other thing about this this uh, thing. Did we talk about that on the this this uh, this France um, leak that also it's November 2020 November 20th 2020 November 20th yeah Black Friday is the 27th that would make total sense right yeah but this is not a Black Friday item though this is no like, no no that's what like I'm saying for, for this gen, year like PS4 yeah. Pro. absolutely yeah that's what you want to sell on right. Black Friday um I would I would just do uh, when when the price for this thing's announced I would just do a substantial cut yeah you have to and you gotta, you gotta four hundred dollar PS4 Pro and a four hundred dollar PS5 digital. That Come on, ridiculous, dude! <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, you can buy an Xbox One X with full in order for three hundred bucks. I saw them at Best Buy, dude. Oh I mean, granted, no one's buying them, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you know, right? I don't think you can find them now, but I but I saw them, but like back in like February, March. Right. Yeah. Beginning of March, like anything, like after after March, like after mid March, when when we went on lockdown, it's really hit and miss with game consoles. But uh, you know, especially the Switch. Like, oh, I know many insane. people looking for Switches, and they they can't. Dude, there's there was a, there was Switches on Amazon two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they just got just got to keep going back every day and checking, like in the morning. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um. Interesting stuff uh, with the with the pricing. Um, I'm not I'm not ready to to jump ship yet. I mean, I will have to see. I will I will have to wait for the final price. Like I, I posted a meme over the. <laughs> Well, over last weekend, right? Uh, like me after uh, after the PS4 guest gets revealed, and it's a dude just uh, vacuuming, and, and the you know girl yep, sitting yep. down and doing <laughs> the dishes and cleaning the house, right? Um, That's why you're painting. So no, so I uh, like I, I mentioned it to my wife, and and I was like, I was like PS5, she's like, you got money, okay, okay whatever. So she doesn't care. So I could trade. I'm, I'm I'm being the one that's like, I don't see the reason why I should get this now, um, and have everyone beta test it and have it overheat at their place instead of mine, and then I can I can grab the you know the, the second batch or the third batch or whatever. I just feel like customer service is so much better now that even if you did have a mess, like they've learned from past gen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would hope that like if like you know a million PS4s just started to melt. Like they would be like, uh, PS5, yeah. excuse me. They'd be like, don't worry guys, we got yeah. you. My only concern is what, what would happen if my PS5, my PS4 dies, like the one I have now. And you don't have anything. Like that's my concern, right? It's a nightmare. Yeah. That'd keep me up at night. They got a <laughs> game on PC, Joe. What the heck? The oh, horror. They're, they're- <laughs> Obed's man, we we got ratings to keep. I built I built a gaming PC and I, and I despise every time I have to touch settings on it, dude. It's like it's been two months, man. It's been two months, and I got the performance where I want it to be. Right, I eliminated thermal throttling throttling on my on my uh, GPU, and I'm getting really good FPSs on uh on Gears of War. I was it was like super steady, 75 frames a second locked. It was everything on high, phenomenal, right? But every time I have to go in, touch a freaking setting, and just it's like, I don't want to deal with this thing. I um, mean, like I I could see the appeal for some, but not yeah. not for those of us that spend that much time working on machines just as you do, and just to go back home and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, things run fine for the most part, and. You just want to jump in and play your game, man. Exactly. Like I've been enjoying, like again, like Final Fantasy VII remake, Battlefront, which is like full of people. You should check it out, man. I need to. I went again this morning. And noobs were there, and it was great, dude. Nice. That's great. It's really good. Um, It was a lot of fun because again, we got a mix of like noobs and old people, older people coming back in. So it's it's good, it's good, good times, good but, times. But like to your point, that's one of the big um, selling points for uh, exactly. like next gen, right? You jump right into it, and the no load times, hence our name. Um, that like that's a huge selling point for me. Just when they start marketing that, hey, I can just jump in faster. Like I, that's that's a pain. For, I don't I don't know about you, Obed, but it sometimes pains me certain games when I'm playing. I gotta just yeah. wait for this thing to load. I'm like, oh Fallen gosh, Order was a disaster. Oh Those my god, load times were atrocious. You just sit there and watch your ship just fall. I'm like, no, atrocious. No. Yeah, and every time you like, every time you died, you had to wait for like a minute for everything to load back up. It was ridiculous, dude. Um, and it's the same with the, the mini games on Final Fantasy VII. There's one yeah. mini game specific that made me actually like rage. 
uh, like I had to play it with my headphones <laughs> off, dude. And I wanted to, I wanted to get that trophy. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna platinum it because I'm not, I'm not coming back. This crap. It's too and, long. The waiting. And, yeah, and it was, and it was because of that, right? Because if I can, if I can hit retry, um, and and it'll just reload it for me. Uh, that's perfect. But no, I have to wait for like 15 seconds for it to load to to load me back out. And then talk to the guy and activate the, you know, the, the mini game and then lose and then go, <laughs> go back. Out. Yeah. So, uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's fine. Um, but yeah, for me, when Horizon comes out, because Horizon, uh, it's again, they're touting it that it's going to come out next year. Uh, we don't know. Uh, this thing just got delayed today. Uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, to was it November? From uh, yeah, it was. Uh, let me let's uh, on the fly. Fact checking. Uh, delayed again until November. So it's been delayed uh three times already. It was coming out September seventeenth, and now they are uh saying holiday twenty twenty. They're not really giving you a date. Um. But they're saying that more than likely it would be the week before Thanksgiving. So, yeah. Oh, November nineteenth. So uh, November nineteenth. That's the date, dude. That's the the next gen consoles. That's that day. Has to be. That's that. That's that day. Will I be in line? <laughs> I don't know. Gotta see more miles probably for you. Um, but the la- last bit of news, uh, nothing super crazy, but out of nowhere, they announced a new Pokemon Snap coming out for the Switch. Um, and, and this really was out of nowhere because no one was expecting a Pokemon Snap right now. Um, I remember when Pokemon Snap came out on the N64, everyone was really upset. <laughs> it was like, because they wanted Pokemon on the N64, like an actual full-blown pokemon game on n64 and they yep. got and they got snap so i remember people were like oh my god it's like taking pictures and you can't fight and do anything and then you no it was just like just like it's going on right now with with uh um uh, uh the last of us oh game has girl we so yeah it's uh it, it was kind of like the same thing back then but with pokemon which i think is more important uh, than people anyway. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Pokemon Snap. Uh, not no date announced. If I'm not wrong, right? Um, no, no date. Yep, being developed by Bandai Namco. It's probably one of those uh, one of those games that they had on uh, on like a contract or something with uh, with Bandai Namco. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's coming out on Switch. Looks cute. I showed it yeah. to my daughter. My daughter thought it was cute. So Switch keeps on. Progressing, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I've I've been playing that a lot um, myself, so I, I find myself playing my Switch a lot more than even my PS4 recently. I go back and forth, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't played Switch in a while. Um, my daughter's been playing a lot of uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, or not Woolly World. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, Crafter World. Okay. Woolly World was a Wii U version. Uh, <laughs> oh. She keeps asking me. I was like, Hey, do we have a Wii U? I was like, <laughs> No one has a Ryu kid. <laughs> so, How much are those things even going for oh now? Oh my god. Uh, probably a lot. Let's see. Wii U. 
Who wants to buy shopping? Refurbished at GameStop, one twenty nine ninety nine. That's not too bad. No. Yeah. Games games are probably cheap. Well, not really, because they they didn't sell a lot. So, yeah, it's probably not worth it. No. I mean, everything that you want on Wii U is already on Switch. Ah, almost, almost. Um, you know, we're missing the uh, Mario three D World and the uh, Zelda HD. Um, was it Wind Waker and? Uh, Although I, I must, as much as I joke about the Wii U, like I gotta say, it's it's because the Wii U failed so bad that we got something great as Switch. Like, it's, oh yeah, like yeah. they learned so much from Wii Wii U. Wii U was just test test for them and such a learning opportunity, and they just are thriving with the Switch. And I really believe that we wouldn't have what we have with Switch if it wasn't for what the Wii U uh, trailed yeah. way for. Switch is a pretty good device, man. Like, like for real, like uh, if you like, if you're into tech, like if you look at it and and, yeah, the the build of it, it doesn't feel cheap at all. No, um, no, it's, it's a very well built machine. I, uh, uh, I gotta give him props. And again, that, that pro controller is probably the best, the best controller I've, I've ever played with, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, good stuff. Um, you know what I'm probably going to ask because I've been, I've been struggling again with the PC stuff. It's this freaking DualShock 4 that I've paired to my uh, PC with a Bluetooth dongle. I'm probably going to end up buying an Xbox One controller with a with a PC dongle and just use it for a PC. That way I can uh, leave that here. Hey, you know what? Go I want to Xbox- see that on the show now if you get that. I want to see you hold One- that up. <laughs> that Xbox One controllers are not, not bad at all. I got to say. No, no, they're not. No, they they're, are, not. they're pretty decent controllers, sir. Um, I'm not a big fan of batteries, though, but you know what? For the amount of use it's probably going to get, it'll be fine. Um, we'll see if I can find a good deal on it. I'll probably buy one, so we shall see. Uh, Joe, that is what I got, sir, unless you have anything else to rub it up. That's it, guys. Thank you again, all of you, for watching and listening to us here on No Load Time. It's a, it's a, always a pleasure to hang out with you, Obed, and all of our listeners. So go ahead and stay connected, stay subscribed. Go ahead and follow us uh, on our social media, at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Of course, like I said, be subscribed. Subscribe to our YouTube videos. Subscribe to uh, our podcast version, our Spotify, our iTunes, or Google Play, or SoundCloud. Uh, this it's a great, great way to stay up to date on all of our latest episodes as they drop. And additionally, we always welcome you to to contact us, reach out, um, send in questions, feedback, comments. We are available via email, noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Thanks for watching and listening, and we look forward to seeing you all in our next episode. Thank you, guys. We'll see you again next time.